listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined by Leah Moses with Intermountain Medical Group, and we're talking about the second trimester of your pregnancy, what you can expect. Uh, there's always a lot of questions, uh, regardless of what point of pregnancy you're in, because things are constantly changing. And we have Leah Moses. You're a certified nurse midwife. You're with Intermountain Healthcare. And you're going to answer uh, some of the most common questions that you know, you've kind of heard uh, that women kind of have. Second trimester, every trimester, there are a lot of changes. Second trimester is no different. A lot of changes. You've made it, uh, you know, to the middle part of your pregnancy. And some of the things that we've talked about from first trimester pregnancy symptoms, luckily, fingers crossed for most, luckily, some of those symptoms have now started to subside and go away. We're starting to feel... I don't want to use the word normal because I don't really think you ever feel normal when you're growing a human, but you're starting to feel a little more normal in your second trimester than you did probably in your first. Well, I, I agree. I would say it's probably a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Second trimester can be exciting. There are a couple of um, exciting things that we do in the clinic. And then there are some definite changes that are happening with um, baby's growth. So at about week 13 to 14, we call this the beginning of the second trimester. Like you said, the changes that were happening in first trimester, sometimes those uh, uncomfortable symptoms start to subside. Women feel, tend to feel quite a bit better. You no longer have to pack down so, so many tums to keep the heartburn down. <laughs> you usually are, um, are going to be able to eat most everything that you want to. Um, of course, we promote strong, strongly promote healthy eating, right? Those small protein meals and getting in as many fruits and vegetables, which actually you might be able to start to do a little bit better in the second trimester. And generally without mm, so much nausea, if you had had some before. And then growth. Growth is a, re a really, it's a big change. A lot of women start to see that, you know, see that bump on the outside. You're changing your wardrobe. Um, other people are noticing. Um, there's, it's usually a time to really enjoy pregnancy, this middle part of pregnancy. So about week 14 to 28. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting because you also, um, at this point, it's probably more than likely that you've had at least one, maybe two ultrasounds during your first trimester, just depending on your provider and probably depending on, you know, whether you're a high risk pregnancy or if there's been concerns. Um, but once you hit the second trimester, um, it also gets a little more exciting ultrasound wise because your baby really is developing quite a bit. And if you haven't done any sort of um, first trimester genetic testing, this is also the time when you may be able to find out the gender of your baby if you want to. That's right. Yeah, the second trimester ultrasound is generally done about 20 weeks, at about 20 weeks, and that will measure your baby's growth. So that includes organs, bone growth, um, really like finding out about development. And then you'll get some kind of verbal or sometimes written or both report about what's normal, like what's going on that's normal in your pregnancy. They'll measure amniotic fluid levels, your cervical length. There are lots of different um, different measurements that happen. And then also gender, which is pretty much the most exciting part for, for many women and, and partners. <laughs> and some choose 
chooses not to find out, and that's okay. Make sure you let them know before you <laughs> go to the ultrasound um, or at the visit before they start scanning if you're planning on a surprise. Um, and then the other thing, too, is that as you find out about baby's development, you know, you may have already done just genetic screening in the first trimester, that non-invasive prenatal screen that can help find out about Down syndrome and other trisomies. That can also find, you can also find out about gender as well. So that's around week 10. So that's back in the first trimester. But yeah, around 20 weeks is the time when most, um, most women and partners find out about gender and then really start to make changes in their home or let their family know. <laughs> that's an, an exciting part. It can be a little bit challenging sometimes at the 20 week ultrasound every once in a while there's uh, some kind of anomaly that's discovered and that um, in that case then you would have a follow-up ultrasound after that usually allow for some more development and a couple weeks later return back but that's a little less common so yeah it can be an exciting time yeah and uh, you know we talk of course a lot about the changes going on inside but we continue as expectant moms to go through <laughs> changes during the second trimester as well. I'm in my second trimester right now. And, you know, looking at some of the notes and talking points that we're gonna be discussing during this podcast, I'm like putting check marks by every single one of them going, yeah, that happens, yeah, that happens. Um, I mean, hormones, of course, that's a given. That, that There's nothing we can do about that. It's gonna happen, yeah. And you know, we often, oftentimes in clinical at Mom's Note, you know, in some ways it's actually kind of mean. We call it common discomforts of pregnancy, and sometimes that makes it sound like, eh, you know, we don't. These are like these are no big deal. But second trimester, actually, these common discomforts are actually like not too bad. Most of them. So you know, you have some changes in pigment in your skin, and that can um, change a little bit of color. Sometimes you get a little line on your belly that runs from your umbilicus. We're gonna say. I'm use a clinical term because I'm thinking <laughs> right now that's funny <laughs> your your belly button uh, on down and then also you know usually women have softer smoother skin their cheeks are rosier they just feel that pregnancy glow even more intensely sometimes than first trimester um, and then also we've talked before in the first trimester about this too but blood volume increases about, mm -hmm. about 50% that's quite a bit so in um, in that sense, then you notice usually like sometimes that breast tenderness doesn't quite go away. And women also notice too veins, especially like back of your knee, um, sometimes on the breast too, you'll kind of notice this, these prominent lines. Um, the other thing too is sometimes when we get a stuffy nose, it's just, you know, the membranes and, and blood vessels are, have increased and expanded. It's a, a funny symptom. Um, the one that we probably see the most and have the most discussions about is that round ligament pain. So probably yeah. heard of before where it's really those, you know, those ligaments are holding up a uterus that's growing and most women haven't had that much weight on, in that area of their body before. So you really kind of have to start changing your ergonomics, thinking about sitting up straight and stretching morning and night. Um, you can use a, a warm compress. Basically that means like a rice pack, a little warm heating pad um, with a barrier, of course, so you don't have anything heavy, heavy, hot on your skin. Um, but those, those kind of things can really be helpful. Sometimes a warm shower is what it takes. And that round ligament pain is really, really normal. It's gonna come and go. It shouldn't be sharp and intense and lasting for a long period of time. No, and I've definitely noticed that more with this pregnancy than I did before. Even just the skin almost feels irritated sometimes just with you know a certain band of, it's not like I wear real people pants, sweatpants or leggings or you know you, you can almost <laughs> feel it on your skin and then the the hip and the growing pain too 
that that's something I've definitely had in both my pregnancies. And in this one, I feel like it came on sooner. Like it was just ready to go. In your second pregnancy than the first? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's something that we hear all the time. Women will come in and say, this has not happened so early before. And, you know, with my first, oh, it definitely comes on earlier for the most part in, um, in second pregnancies where you feel that, that lower abdominal kind of groin. Um, I, yeah, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. Discomfort. I, you know, sometimes it's not necessarily complete pain, but kind of like a dull ache a little bit. Um, so do all the things that you would normally do, you know, during PMS, like yeah. whatever works best for you. And a little bit of Tylenol actually is okay in pregnancy. That's something that a lot of women have questions about. Can I take medication? What about over the counter? How much? What do I, what should I do? Talk to your provider about it. But for, for most women, Tylenol is safe and fine in pregnancy and can help yeah. kind of take the edge off. Yeah, which is nice sometimes, absolutely. Um, we also see changes in our hair though too, and some of those changes can be really nice. It's true, yep. A lot of women really, really love their hair, and especially in the second trimester, you've got fuller, thicker hair, your hair's not falling out as much as it normally does, um, and your hair grows a, a bit faster as well. So you might wanna, you know, put a, put a time in, book a trim, <laughs> or yeah. enjoy the growth, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Take advantage of it because I feel like um, it's pretty common then after birth to start losing your hair again. So right. enjoy it while you have it. Definitely. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the other really exciting thing that happens during the second trimester is you start to be able to feel baby moving around. Yeah, fetal movement is a great, um, a really great change for a lot of women because it's very reassuring. So no longer are you, um, you know, going into these every four week visits for just the Doppler um, heart rate sound, but you can start to feel baby move. So typically after that um, anatomy ultrasound or growth scan, it's sometimes called after that 20 weeks, then most women start to feel movement pretty much every day. If you've had a baby before, you might start feeling movement earlier sometimes even as early as 16 weeks, maybe 18. But generally, if it's your first baby, you're gonna start feeling movement um, a little bit more than flutters after that 20-week ultrasound. So that's something exciting to recognize. And um, and as far as movement goes, later on when we talk about fetal movement and we say, you know, in a clinic visit, hey, let us know if you've had decreased fetal movement or you don't feel the baby move. Well, what you do at home is called fetal kick counts or fetal movement counts. And that's basically 10 movements an hour is the baseline for a baby to move. If you feel like you need a little bit of help with that, then uh, like lay down on your left side, bring a little bit of cold water or some juice, and you'll be able to feel baby move. Every movement counts. And most babies move 10 times within the first 15 minutes. So that's yeah, something yeah. to keep in mind. And you can always talk with your provider about specifics for that. But fetal movement is an exciting change in the second trimester as well. Yeah, it is. You know, with my schedule, I get up really early for, you know, doing the news so early in the morning. And God bless these little ones growing. They like to move about 10 o'clock at night when I'm, of course, wanting to sleep. <laughs> That's right. So when you stop moving as a mom, usually you start to feel the movements more. So when we're moving around during the day, you know, as, as grown adults, then we're really not going to feel as much inside. But yeah, in fact, I love fetal movement and I love that change so much that I actually did an entire um, art project on it. So in my life before I was a midwife, I was an artist and I have had an entire thesis on fetal movement. So it's I love it. I felt, yep, it's a really, really exciting change. Uh huh. And it's hard to describe. So yeah, yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then of course, with all the beauty that is, you know, growing a human, um, there are other things that some might not think are as glamorous or as beautiful, but it's the reality and it's the healthy part about it. And that is the, that's the weight gain. I mean, we have to keep ourselves healthy, uh, you know, to keep baby healthy. And so during the second trimester, we definitely start to see some more weight gain because during the first trimester, some expectant moms can see weight loss. Sometimes, and just a little bit is okay and healthy. Too much, you know, and we'll we'll pay attention to that and talk with you about it at your visit. But yeah, during the second trimester is really where you're starting to gain weight. So by about week 22, you've gained possibly even about 10 pounds. It's no longer the case. And I know this is very, very common um, to talk about eating for two, but you're really eating for one and point whatever a very tiny <laughs> tiny human <laughs> yes yes yeah, so you really only need about 300 extra calories a day honestly that's that's an extra sandwich so you know be be cautious and um and thoughtful about your weight gain depending on what weight you start out as you know and we use bmi which is not the most fair calculation but it's something that we need to go by um, if you have a higher bmi you may not need to gain as much weight in pregnancy if you have a lower bmi you might need to so that's something that specifically your provider can help you with but yeah, weight gain is a normal, natural part of pregnancy. It's a good thing. It's 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 the right thing to happen in the right amount. Along with that, we also really strongly encourage exercise. Keep moving during your pregnancy. The more you move, the, the stronger your body is going to be. And there are different um, recommendations for exercise depending on you know your fitness level at the beginning of pregnancy, but that's something that goes along with healthy eating too, is healthy movement. So I usually will recommend to moms, hey, think of something, at least one thing you can do that will that is an eating improvement, like an intake improvement, and then a movement improvement, whether it's you know walking for 10 minutes more or one day more a week or increasing your hydration or maybe adding more fruits and vegetables to really be kind of hit that target of a good weight gain for your body. And the second trimester is the perfect time to do that and, and to really be able to make those, you know, those small goals or small changes because you're going to be able to fulfill them a lot. I, I feel like it's easier to fulfill them during your second trimester than it possibly is during your first with all of the extra changes that are going on. And it's not wrong to grab, you know, some ice cream. It's not wrong. It's not wrong to have some popcorn at the movies, you know. But just remember that, you know, as long as you're rounding that out with healthy eating, otherwise, then you're going to be okay. Um, extra portions of fruits and vegetables for sure. And then really, you know, we know that public health-wise, as um, as moms, our habits get passed on to our kids. So mm -hmm. the healthier that you can become in pregnancy, the healthier you'll be as a young mom, the healthy or early mom, the healthier you'll <laughs> be later on in your life and the healthier your family will be. That's something that actually is proven by studies. So yeah, yeah strongly encourage you to stay as healthy as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And another part of that uh, and kind of checking that, uh, that health meter is the glucose tolerance test. And I'll say they're not fun, but they're not as bad as people make them out to be. Right. You feel like you're chugging some flat tang, but I'm going to be honest. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh huh. And every every location is a little bit different. Each um each lab or or um OB or midwife office is going to do it a little bit differently as far as like the way that, that you know the process. But you're going mm -hmm. to basically have a 50 grams of glucose that you intake, and then your blood sugar is drawn um an hour later, and that's a screening. And so before that test, it's really important not to eat a couple of hours before. And you can talk with your provider about specifics about that. But that's a really a test to find out what's going on with your metabolism. Um, is there any, are there changes in your body that are happening that are just during this pregnancy? You may not have had any issues before with anything close to diabetes or prediabetes, but during pregnancy, some women who are healthy um, even can develop that. And so it's something that we screen for. If you end up with a high level at that, at that blood draw after that glucose uh, screening test, then we do a diagnostic test, which is a three-hour test. So you really want to follow the instructions carefully for the one hour so we don't have anything false that moves into the need for a three-hour because nobody wants to do the three-hour. Although we're really, really fortunate to be in a high-resource area where we do have this screening available because that's something that can help to make sure that we can um, help you even more closely monitor your intake um, and then sometimes add medication too if, we, if needed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. And like I, you said, you know, it's like flat tang. It's not <laughs> enjoyable. I wouldn't go to a restaurant and order it, but it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. And you do hear a lot of, you know, you hear a lot of stories like, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing I've ever had to drink. Or, oh my gosh, it, it made me gag or it made me this or, or whatever. And yeah, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick it out of the refrigerator <laughs> case at the gas station, but you know, you get through it, right? Like, well, you, I mean, that's just what you do. You get through it. <laughs> you won't have to take another one, extra one home. That's for sure. <laughs> right, exactly. But, like you won't ask for a second. But just like it's important to come for your prenatal visits every four weeks until 28 weeks, then it's really important to show up for that too. And then after that 28 weeks, you'll start to see your provider a little bit more often, but that's, yeah, it's, it's important to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All of it is, you know, I mean, it's, I think that's something to really focus on, you know, first trimester, second, third, everything that we talk about when it comes to going through your pregnancy and, and, you know, being open and vocal with your provider, it's all so important. It, and, it, you know, like we've mentioned before, I mean, women have been having babies for years, years and years and years and years and years. And, you know, we're, we're so fortunate to have all of the information and the studies and, you know, modern medicine, the providers to be able to ask these questions and to be able to monitor and check these things to make sure that, you know, we're as healthy as we can be as, as moms, as women, as expectant mothers, so that we are creating the healthiest baby possible that we can. Um, I, I think that it's, you know, it's not something to take for granted, but to take advantage of that we, we can do this and that we have, you know, all of this um, now this day and age at our fingertips too. Yep, studies show that good prenatal care and free and frequent or appropriate prenatal care can lead to really good outcomes for mom and baby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about baby development now during second trimester. We've talked a lot about, of course, changes that we're gonna see and some of the things we might go through as expected moms. Um, but you know, all the things that we're doing, are, it's all because of, you know, that tiny little baby that is rapidly changing. So fast. 
Yep, and I have a little list for you for second trimester development too. So at the beginning of second trimester, your baby's about two and a half, three inches long, which seems so tiny. And they're really gonna exponentially grow during this trimester. So we call it from crown to rump. So that's tip, head, all the way down to bum. And that's a better measurement or the best measurement because limbs are growing at such a different rate. Um, so baby's head's still the biggest part of their body at the beginning of the second trimester. Um, but by the end, by the end, um, when you're moving into third, then generally starts to equal out to body. Um, so baby actually starts hearing sounds. Baby can actually hear your heart rate as um, as a mom by about 18 to 20 weeks. Baby's hearing it does improve, and they can be able to hear not only your voice as a mom, but also others too. So whoever is a significant other in your life, partner, um, other family members, they can actually start to um, even um, eventually differentiate those those voices. So baby's eyes open as early as the 20th week. They can't quite, they can't see, but then, um, but they really do start to move forward with that visual development. And then um, fingerprints and footprints by the end of the second trimester. It's kind of interesting and unique to, um, to think about. That nice um, waxy substance that's sort of baby's natural lotion on the inside is, has developed, it's protecting your baby's skin. The skin's really loose and wrinkled, but is going to start filling out, especially in the beginning of third trimester. So digestive system starts to function. One thing that people kind of find interesting is that baby's um, urinary system develops and baby starts to release urine, which is also amniotic fluid and that cycles through. And remember that's all um, totally sterile. So that's a very normal part of development, very interesting system. And, and then nervous system also develops and baby can feel your movements even more. So those are a couple of things that happen um, during the second trimester for baby development. Yeah, and my, my kids, especially Jack, our five and a half year old, he is fascinated by all of this, the weekly changes, yeah. you know, all the different apps. And, and you know, like we mentioned, there's, um, you know, it compares baby to a fruit or <laughs> an object or a vegetable, whatever. You know, he's, he's fascinated by it. He wants to know every week what food the baby is so that he can understand the size. And then he's constantly asking, okay, well, we're having a girl. And so he'll say, uh, can she see me yet? Oh, well, not, not really like that because she's still inside. Right? Can she hear me now? That's constantly really asking. Well, the other thing yeah. too is as those movements happen, then you can kind of see movements on the outside. So at the end of second trimester, you know, a lot of times you can see a little bit of rolling and, um, and kind of like a little foot pushing out, you know, and identify at least um, that there's a baby in there. And that's exciting for younger siblings for sure. Older yeah, siblings. No. Yeah, exactly. They're, no, they're, he's, they're so funny about it, just constantly asking the questions. And, you know, he'll say something silly and then say, well, do you think she's laughing at that? <laughs> <laughs> All the things. And so it is. It's adorable. Um, and and it's fascinating. Just, you know, like you were just talking through that list, just the amount of growth and change. It's exponential. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. So and so it goes so fast, I feel like. Um, so no, so thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, and you know, like you mentioned, you know, that fetal movement, as we had talked about a minute ago, um, you know, that starts to to be stronger. And the further along you get, you know, into that second trimester, the more you can feel and then the more, you know, your partner and your friends and, and whoever you're sharing, you know, your journey with 
can also see and feel as well. Yeah, it's fun and, and reassuring for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Leah, thank you so much for walking us through kind of what the second trimester of pregnancy looks like. Of course, intermountainhealthcare.org, a wealth of information. Your guys' website has so much information, um, not just about pregnancy, but also, you know, if you're looking for a woman health provider, you have all that information there. Um, and then you also have great information as you, you know, get closer to delivery. Um, you have great information about, you know, online childbirth preparation and breastfeeding classes as well. So um, I always encourage people to visit your guys' website for stuff like that. Great, thanks. Yep, education is the key. Second trimester is a great time to really prep for that. All right, Leah, thank you so much. We so appreciate your time. Leah Moses with Intermountain Medical Group. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.